Hello and welcome to View from the Ninian. I'm Gareth Baker and, well, today we have the South Wales Derby special. It's a great episode ahead. I have with me uh, Dan Mofa and Ben Price, uh, fellow VFTNers. And we'll be previewing the South Wales Derby, Cardiff versus Swansea this Sunday. We discuss the Sheffield Wednesday draw and, of course, the Millwall 2-2 result. And we have today John Parkin joining us. It's a great episode, so enjoy. You want to swear, swear. It's not a fucking PG. No, I know. We've got no sponsors to offend. <laughs> That's true. I want to see what the listeners we get. Scott's never really given the stats. Um, yeah, he showed me. It's like 62,000 an episode. Huh? Yeah. It's loads. Is it? Yeah. It's not actually, though, is it? No. I was going to say, isn't there? <laughs> you absolutely not. Really. Well, hello and welcome to View from the Ninian. I'm Gareth Baker, your host for today. With me today is Ben Price and Dan Moffat. Is it Moffat? <laughs> Moffat? Moffat? Moffat. Moffat. Dan Moffat. Lads, how you doing? Not too bad, thanks. Yeah, really good. Cheers, dude. Moffat. Moffat, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Dan, you uh, told me a dirty little secret uh, before we started. You've actually, obviously with this being the South Wales Derby special, you've never gone to a South Wales Derby? Never, never. No, that's, that's quite Come shocking. Come closer to the mic, That's Dan. quite shocking to be called a Cardiff fan and to never actually go to a Derby before. Um, in my defence, I've been living in Northern Ireland the last 10 years. Mm. I know there's fans that travel over from Dublin and Belfast, a few. Um, but unfortunately, I do not have the financial capabilities to do that. But, yeah. Somewhere Reza is turning in his Irish grave. <laughs> He's I, not dead. But. I, I threw you under the bus there, but now you make me look like a bit of a dickhead. Because you've got a genuine excuse. Yeah. I didn't so, hear that. Apology accepted. It's okay. So, obviously, the South Wales Derby, we all know what the majority of this episode is going to be about. First, would you rather? Everyone. Of course. Everyone's, everyone's favourite part. When I say everyone, it's me. So, would you rather, lads, A, lose against Swansea, but Cardiff go on to get promoted, Swansea don't, but you have to eat only slightly mouldy bread for the rest of the year. Slightly. It's not dangerous to your health. Slightly mouldy bread. Go on, Dan, you go first. You're the Breakfast. Guest. No, wait there. B. Win against Swansea. We don't get promoted. And Swansea do. But you've got to wear a bag on your head for a week. So, one of my best ones. Right. With a bag. Mm. Is this a paper bag, environmentally friendly, yeah, or are we it, saying bollocks and turtles yeah. and stuff? View from Linian is a very um, environmentally conscious podcast. So it's not one of the 10p bags you pay in there? No, of course not. It's one of those new Morrison 10 pence uh, paper bags. Okay. So Greta Thunberg would be all right with it? Greta Thunberg, yeah. Big, big advocate of uh, <laughs> Greta Thunberg. She loves you from Linian. Tunes in every week. What, what do you reckon? So, so, so the uniqueness about this is that you get Cardiff get to win the league or get promoted, but we have to lose to Swansea. But you've got to make the sacrifice as well of eating slightly mouldy bread. Right? Do I have to eat bread? Because I I know some people won't believe this when they look at me, but I don't actually eat that much bread. 
well, it doesn't matter if you don't now. You you will. Have I have to. to. I have to eat slightly moldy bread. This question isn't only for very big bread eaters. Yep. All right. I thought this was for those that go yeah. carb heavy. No, I go carb heavy, just not bread. I don't mind moldy bread. I think it's all right. That's the student in you. That is. <laughs> that <laughs> is student life. You've got, I think you. I'm of the of the mind that if I pay for a loaf of bread, I'm finishing it. I think I've been. I, I don't know if that's an Irish tradition. Even if they, there's mold on it, Irish mothers go. Mm, nah, Fine, pick it off. Pick it off. What's wrong with you? As soon as there's a bit of mould on our bread, it's expired, son. Nah, it's fine, though. It's, you know, oh, a bit of mould's never killed anyone. Put hairs on your chest, innit? So, we win against Swansea, we don't get promoted and Swansea do, and you've just got to wear a bag on your head for a week. Ben? I'd rather lose to Swansea and us beating the Prem and them not. But, and then eat mouldy bread. I'm all right with eating mouldy bread, to be honest. Can I put my mic on it? You can do whatever you want. Oh, I like a bit of toast and marmite. I'll go for a bit of toast and marmite. I'm all right with that. Ben is going to eat mouldy bread. I'm going to agree with him. Yeah, I think the bag thing is just a... To be honest, mate, as soon as I remembered you're a student, it's the world's question <laughs> just, in the world. Yeah, yeah. you've got you, you to eat what you get. He's you know, just surprised right? bread doesn't actually naturally come with mould. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm so used to it. But, you, um, you think bread's green. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, a little... little Goes into Morrison's like it's like ah, a little fruit and fiber bits, isn't it? It's this weird uh, white coloured bread here. <laughs> Wait, bread's <laughs> not very white. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so there we have it. A VFTN exclusive, uh, Ben Price and Dan Morfat. Great. Uh, loves eating moldy bread. <laughs> so moving on to more serious business. Sheffield Wednesday, very briefly, because you know it's a long time ago now, I guess. Um one all. Tomlin with that free kick winner. Love Tomlin personally, so for me, I celebrated like I was literally his mother or something. Do you feel that that was two points lost? Um, given the performance, no. I thought we were absolutely dreadful. Yeah, because... It was poor. In fairness, uh, sorry for interrupting, but in fairness, um, I didn't watch the full game. I I tried to, and there's a bit of a story in this. I went to use a... Uh, VPN thing and say like I was in America so I could access the Cardiff game because Cardiff City allow that for overseas fans Disclaimer, Gareth was actually in America if yeah. any uh, like, police actually, are listening um, I, was, I, I, was, I was yeah full time in America yeah. Frequently travel yeah. the commute to Cardiff for this number. is yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah I went to buy it and I was like trying to like find the web page to watch it so I tweet Cardiff City players Twitter page. I'm like, guys, like I can't access Sheffield, the Sheffield Wednesday stream. What's going on? And they can obviously see your details. And they replied saying, "You've bought the Millwall pass." <laughs> and I, I was like, that's one job. job. I was like, ah, oh, right. And they're like, well, at least you're prepared for Millwall. <laughs> and then the stream didn't work. They retweeted that off the official Cardiff City page. I had so many people reply to me oh. saying, you are a fucking moron. <laughs> I, I just took on the chin. It's January though, isn't it? A thanks, thanks. Off. Yeah, 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 fuck you. Um, so, <laughs> Shafi Wednesday, two points lost. I was just trying to say, I didn't actually watch the full game. Ben, you're saying it was a poor, for poor, uh, poor performance. Can't say the performance. Fi- <laughs> yeah. The first half, um, for me, was the worst we've played, not just all season, but probably under Warnock. I thought we were pathetic. It's the first time I've ever been disappointed in this squad. We've played badly. Ever? In, in this squad. Oh. 
It's the first, yeah, first Manchester <laughs> City fan. Of course, I've been disappointed you before. Must be Breaking the most news. positive <laughs> person I've ever been. Bought. But Cardiff finally broke me. Yeah. Um, no, it's the first time I've sort of looked at this squad and gone, I don't feel like there was 100% effort. Mm. Normally, you see these, the way these guys play in this team, and you think, right, it's not been pretty. It's not been amazing. We've we've not won, but I can't fault the players. At least they tried. But there was a fair few players in that performance that I thought. You're not trying here, lads. This is just something's missing. That spark, that spirit's gone. Um, some players, Murphy, for instance, just looked like they didn't want to be there. Damn, Again, uh, it was wet, it was cold, it was horrible. It, but it's something that we never see from a Warnock team, though, is it? It's you always see the the passion. They may we may not be the most technically gifted team going, but we'll always try and give as close to 100 percent effort as we can. And yeah, it just wasn't there. A few players, I think you mentioned Murphy in particular. I know we've had our own moments with him over the season and over the season last season or two. He does have that quality in him, but it just doesn't seem to be clicking. Yeah, well, There's something quite not there. We'll hit on Murphy a bit later, but did you did you did you manage to catch a game? I didn't catch the game. Yeah, no. so Ben. Well, there you go. Oh, back, back over to Ben. Um, um, so what? What? Why do you think, especially at home with our home record, that? Sheffield Wednesday was a team that we all of a sudden didn't try against. Was there a certain player, or do you think it was like Peltier had his hands full with Harris to start with? Yeah, uh, Kadeem looked massively up for this I, game. I was going to say Harris, like how did he do? Quality. Yeah, first probably sixty sixty five minutes he did fade towards the end before he came off, but I thought he gave he gave uh, Pelts a hard time for it. Like, Peltier's probably one of the best right backs in the league. Yeah, and he gave him. A hard game. It looked like he was struggling. There was a couple of fouls. I think he was lucky not to get booked earlier on. The money actually, I think he did get booked. I can't yeah. remember. He was lucky to escape a book, and if he didn't, um, very early on. Okay. Um, it was just yeah. Other than that, I thought Sheffield Wednesday were really, really poor. There yeah. was nothing about them. I think if we had played a decent side, if we had played say West Brom, for instance, playing like that, it would have been a battering, an absolute mauling. Um, with the defence, at least in that game, um, trying hard because I can't imagine a team that like Luster from you know back to forwards like get, being able to get a draw. Like surely it wasn't the whole team. Uh, defence was all right. Um, Bennett got pulled about a bit, but it was, yeah, the defence wasn't the issue. Uh, midfield was weak until the changes were made. Um, well, I'm not sure if it was enforced or if it was um, as Kuna was injured or if it was a tactical reason to bring on Danny Ward uh, when he did. But um, whatever the reason, it worked. It changed the game, changed the way we played, um, especially in the second half. But I thought we were really just. There was just we weren't good enough. And against a better side, we will get punished. Um, they just didn't. Sheffield Wednesday. We were lucky, very lucky that Sheffield Wednesday didn't really seem to have. There was no pressing on us. They didn't press us like most teams probably would have. They were trying to hit us on the counter when they could, and but we weren't attacking. It was yeah. a very drab game and very, very wet, horrible conditions. The ball moved. I think Efridge made a couple of good saves where it initially I thought he should have done better, but then I thought about it. The wind was carrying that ball, and the ball was moving all about in the air. Um, their goal was a nice finish from a Kadeem Harris shot that he just sort of stuck his leg out and got a touch on to. Other than that, they didn't really... I think Harris hit the bar as well, but there was a couple of decent saves from Efridge, but they didn't really have many clear-cut chances. It was more... The defence was pretty solid, I'll give them that. But the midfield and wingers especially, so lacking in that game. 
and obviously Tomlin, I mentioned, you know, I celebrated like I was his mum, like such a huge fan of Tomlin. Great to see him get the winning free kick, a bit of quality. But, you know, I, I can only go by the highlights, unfortunately. Was he one of the standout players again? Yep. Um, him, Hoylett was immense as well when he came on. Um, it was just a really, really solid performance from those. Uh, they came, The second half, we were decent, actually. It was probably, it was a totally different team. It was much better, much like what he expected. Mm. And, um, yeah, we should have probably... We, it's a game we were lucky to, we were lucky not to lose, but should have won. If that makes sense. We well, we, yeah. Before that game, I the was last that, ten minutes we dominated. Yeah, and I, we I, should have won. I, well, when you look at it, at the start of this season, yeah, we lost Manga. We lost. We didn't really lose Bobby Reid. He was never really here. No. Um, yeah, you'd be expecting to beat Sheffield Wednesday with this team. I think our expectations keep going lower and lower and lower as the season goes on. Even though we're not losing games, um, yeah, it was gutting really to come away with a draw from that. But yeah, that's Sheffield Wednesday. I said I'd be brief about it because it was a million years ago now. Um, well, We've got to, to give me. a special shout out before okay. we do to Flint for his fantastic shit out for like a free kick. Oh, <laughs> absolutely world class. How do you that woman's name? Like Jackie, Jackie Oakley. Oakley. Oh, yeah, Jackie water. Oakley on strings and water. Me. Bitch. <laughs> she hates she hates Neil Walker and she hates Cardiff City. Why? Uh, oh, she's fucking mental. I just I don't get it. I don't get her. Why'd she hate her so much? What do we do? I don't if, know. That's, if that's any other team, is she tweeting that? No, no, no not a chance. She'd leave it. She doesn't care. She's a Premier League correspondent that started <laughs> last year lashing yeah. out at us and has thought, fuck it, I'm carrying on just because they've gone down doesn't mean I have to stop because hundred percent. She's a Katie Hopkins style, and I detest using that woman's name. But she's that sort of person that if she tweets this shit and we react and her interactions go up and her follower account goes up from people ask licking and saying, Oh yeah, I agree, I agree, Warlock's a disgrace, Warlock's a dinosaur. Nobbeds. Yeah. Don't get that, Jackie. Uh, I think it's also important to mention before we move on to Millwall, mm. uh, maintaining that unbeaten home records in the league, I think it's vital and we haven't really well, you, you two have been at home games more than I've been able to this season. I think our home performances haven't been at the level that we want them to be in a season if we want to be in the, the top six. True. So I think to maintain that unbeaten record at home well, when, when, when we're not playing to 100%, I think that's also a massive positive for us. Yeah, definitely. So we are going to move on to Millwall. Uh, obviously, when was that game now? It was like last night, wasn't it? Last night, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so obviously more recent, uh, very fresh in the memory. It was on Sky TV, if you want to call it that, on the red button on-demand function, which is a great addition from Sky Sports, but I think a lot of people on Twitter were saying... I don't think it worked for, for the fit. Well, the same with... Well, for I, me, it was fucking perfect, mate. I used the um, legal stream, because on Tuesday night you can... Love legal streams. ...buy the stream <laughs> uh, from Cardiff City for 10 English pounds. Yeah, I actually had it. Yeah, I did as well. And no, I, I had it about two Oh, you'd already ago. put it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd already bought it. <laughs> but, so um, I couldn't actually buy it for the first 20 minutes. The stream wasn't working for a lot of people, and I think it was the same issue with yeah, so obviously Sky the Sports. Feed is, so the feed was down. Mm. Um, I missed the goal. Oh, good. <laughs> I missed Danny Ward's goal. I uh, saw a couple of replays afterwards. It was a really good finish. But um, Yeah, so obviously, before we go into anything, Cardiff, uh, it was 2 all against Millwall, Danny Ward and Hoylet. Um Yeah, well, you mentioned that Cardiff live stream. I, even though I paid for it, my mate messaged me being like, oh, Cardiff game's on TV, isn't it? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's on Sky Sports. I was like, 
I pay for Sky Sports. So I've not only <laughs> You've got the red me. button. Yep. So you pay for the game twice. Pay for the game twice. That is that. That's, 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 that's how much I've dedicated. I just, I'm not even going to ask for a refund just because I love Carlos City so much. <laughs> um, so Millwall, uh, who impressed? Ward, White, Hoylet, who impressed you guys? Dan? I think it was almost kind of, not last chance saloon for Warnock, but almost making those changes to the team first of all. Mm. If this wasn't going to work against Millwall, then we were kind of, you know, left clutching at straws going, we've put, we've started Ward, we've started Tomlin, you know, what else is there to do? Well, I thought they would, Ward was brilliant, I thought Ward was really good, so that's just, what, six games, four goals now, a goal every 50-odd minutes or something like that? I've six seen, games, I think four goals, yeah, great return for us, White and Hoyle again, I think, were, were brilliant. I think White was a, has been an amazing sign, and I think maybe to start off, he he was trying to find his feet. But as the games have gone on, and be, you know, being from Northern Ireland, I've seen him play for Northern Ireland as well, and he's you know he's he's tenacious, isn't he? He's a Warnock type player. Mm. He doesn't give up. He's, he's the most a, Warnock type player I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah. life. But he's got that bit of quality in him um, with his final thirds. I think it's going to still come on a little bit more. But I, I think, think it needs to come on a lot. But more. you think? I but, think he's getting there, but there's still a long way to go for mm. him. He's learned that defense. He's learned that defensive game. He's picking up a lot quicker than I thought he would, and that's the bit that wingers tend to struggle with. Um, you look at someone like um, trying to think of attacking wingers that we've had over the past that would not defend for the life of them. Craig Noon. Most of them. Perfect. Craig is a perfect example. Just the Mo- reason he most did, of them. Yeah, the reason he didn't pick up with um, Warnock is because he just didn't do that defensive work. No. So you look at White's learning that early on and picking it up brilliantly, absolutely brilliantly. Um, and his final third passes are coming along really nicely. That, there's, there's a quality player his, there. That was his weakest um, part of his game at the start because I remember after his first game watching him live, you I was weren't like, convinced. Were you? I was like, I gen- that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen live by a Cardiff player and I stand by that obviously the worst I've ever seen is J. Lloyd Samuel at Preston um, and any other game to <laughs> be fair bring that? <laughs> I know like you know rest in peace and all that but Gavin White when he started out gave away the ball so much and I found the stats in the end and he had like a 32% pass completion so it's great to see that his passes in the final third is crosses which is so important for a winger obviously are starting to come to fruition now so Ward impressed you we need to talk about Ward you know what I mean like I, I, I put up on Twitter like he's kind of been under our noses this whole time like you remember the home game against Arsenal we spoke about this last time he looked so in his depth in the Premier League mm-hmm. So why are we surprised that he's so good in the championship? Because he, he he hasn't just scored four goals in six games. He's improved our game a little bit up the, uh, the final third. And it's almost a shame that we can't play him and Glatzel at the same time. What do you think, Brad? Uh I have said before, and I'll happily admit I'm wrong about this, I didn't think Danny Ward could get 15 goals in a season. Um, I never thought that either, to be honest. But I'm starting to change my mind the way he's playing. He's... Look, constantly looking for the shot. Like even last night, he probably could, he probably could have done better with the chance he had. There was a couple of times where he put it too close to the keeper, where if he just dragged his foot a little bit more. Well, you mean his header? Uh, no, not his header. Oh, his other chances. Uh, there right. was a couple of shots he did um, that were half chances that he turned to full chances to be fair. So I'm not going too harsh on him. Okay. But um, there's still a bit of improvement going his finishing. But yeah, I think at the moment there's no question he's the number one striker at the club. Oh, definitely. Um, Glatzel has worked hard and has done alright with his performances I can't fault him but um, yeah Danny Ward's played himself to be that number he deserves to start 
for the next. He deserves a nice run in the team now. Um, if we adjust the fit, if we adjust the formation, then I think him and Glatzel could really make a nice little partnership. But well, Glatzel, uh, his well for his last club, I can't Heidenheim. Um, yes, yeah, like Heidenheim in German second. Yeah, two up top. Yeah, and he's he's not. He's not someone I think that could play as an isolated striker, Dan. I, I, he's not someone that could play as an isolated striker, especially for Cardiff, where we just, just don't utilise the striker at all. Like, Do you think we're getting the best out of Glatzel? I think that's what makes the situation maybe even a bit more frustrating, is that we know we've got you know, Ward and you've got Bogle on the bench, and if you're signing a player, you want to be able to look at it, what he's done for his past club. And, and, and you know the goals he scored and the hat-trick against Bayern Munich and stuff like that and look well he's playing with another striker up next to him have we seen that this season we haven't yet have we two no. up top so the um, only time we saw it was against um, Sheffield Wednesday uh, that was the final 30 minutes or something no he, uh, when Danny Ward came on at half time uh, after 30 minutes when um, Bakuna got sent, uh, subbed yeah and as we said that but that changed then after about changed. 60 something minutes <laughs> and obviously was Ward playing up front with Glatzel he was playing just off him a little bit, not quite. I mean, he was sort of probably in that more number ten role. So how did it, how did that look? Not good. Unbalanced, right? Well, um, they're not used to it. Purely, well, it's not just that. I just don't think there's any link up with the midfield. Yeah. Um, one person I think that the last two games has disappointed me has been Marlon Pack. Don't you dare! No, I think he's <laughs> I think he's our best midfielder if he's on form. But the last two games, he's just. Joe Rose is our best midfielder. Come on, no, yeah, true. But the passes he sort of made. At the start, that were finding people's feet, they're just not coming off at the moment. It's been right. a couple of instances where it's, it's just those simple passes that he makes that set the play up, just haven't come off in the last two games. So a bit of complacency from him. No, I don't think it's complacency. I think it's just, I, I don't know what to explain it. It's just one of those ones that a few weeks ago they were coming off. Now they're not. It's not a lack of looking for the pass. He's just playing it a bit behind people at times, or he's just off pace, or he's carrying a slight niggle. It's hard to say. I had to be careful when I said that. <laughs> Um, That's maybe been <clears throat> what the issue has been this season has been maybe been that link up between the midfields and the attack, which we've struggled at times to see. We've had Bakuna come in and out, in and out of the team, and he's he's been really bright this season. And Rawls has been really good and consistent throughout. As you said, Pack, you know, earlier this season has been really good, and he's been a really good addition. And maybe is that something we're we're missing? Is that link between the midfield and and, and the attack? Hundred percent. That's, that's right. where every Tomlin goes. needs to be up to full fitness because Tomlin is that player. Yeah. You know, like you talk about Glatzel being isolated. Let's forget Glatzel for now because we know Warnock. He's going to play Ward for at least five games in a row now. You know, four goals in six games. He's got I no choice th- to. He's got no well, choice to. I couldn't think of anyone better than a fit Lee Tomlin and Danny Ward playing together. Like, no offense to Glatzel. Like, I know what Danny Ward's capable of and I know what Tomlin is. Like, obviously, Patterson is capable of coming on for the final 35 minutes, closing a game out, just being a bit of a brute up front. But he's, Patson's not that player to link the midfield and the no. strike force. He's not. No. He hasn't got that football brain because he's a right back, essentially. That's what he was trained as, as a, as a boy, and he's growing up as a right back. He doesn't have that football brain yet. But anyway, other than um, those guys, someone who really impressed me, and I'm so glad because I rate him so highly. He scored uh, 10 goals last time around in the championship. Scored last night, Junior Hoylet for me. Like I, I saw someone put up on Twitter. It might, I think it was you, Ben. That Murphy is the news ahoy. Yeah, it's a whore. Sorry, um, it's a whore. Um, 
you essentially are saying that he's someone who we're going to constantly say he has he'll, loads he'll of potential. Come he'll, he'll come, come good. good. He'll come good. Whereas, to be honest, Hoylet's a proven winger. He fits into the Warnock mold. He's a defensive winger who can score. Plays with the ball close to his feet. He was class last night before he went off. We were chatting about in the chat when we were saying um, Ben sort of asked the the Millwall game threw up a couple ben of James, Ben yeah. James threw up a couple of questions about what who plays in what position. I think for me it didn't. I think it cleared up a few things. It cleared up that at the moment Danny Ward's your number one striker, and your two wingers when fit are Hoylet and White. Um, I think they're the three nailed on at the moment in the sort of midfield, and you've got questions over whether Tomlin's fit enough to play regularly in football in the 10 is the 10 the way we need to look at is it are we switching to a 4-4-2 there's other options there there's a question mark there Tomlin is a human being though with with organs that can improve that's what people tend to forget Mm. that if he's putting in the hours in training he's going to eventually get fitter yeah he is and he's looking fitter as well his defensive work was better against uh, Millwall I thought thought he put in a good shift 86 minutes I didn't think he'd do that away from home after playing 30-odd against um, Sheffield Wednesday. Well, his, fir- his first start after coming back, Christ, who's that against now, home? Luton? It was before Blackburn. Whoever it was, I remember it was his first start for a very long time. He obviously was playing in the under-21s and banging them in, and everyone was calling for him to... Huddersfield. Huddersfield, that's it. And he, not only did he run the show, as is expected with Lee Tomlin... He was like chasing down every ball and he was like his first start, which is such a great attitude and he's carried that attitude forwards through most of these games. So, But going back to Hoyler, Dan, like, did he impress you last night? Amazing. It's the Hoyler we know is in there. Mm. And, you know, he's. I think Hoyler is one of the consistent players in the team where he may not shine game in, game out, but again, he's, as you said, he fits the Warnock mould. He does his defensive duties really well um, on the left wing or on the right wing, wherever he plays. Um, and last night was a, a glimpse of what we saw at Millwall the season before the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Is that, that that goal he pops up with, and again, it's, he, it, he keeps the ball close to his feet and he, he moves it well. And I think him and Tomlin linked up really well last night as well because they're probably on the same wavelength. Same type, kind of same, players, yeah. yeah. And and yeah, he was really good. And I think it's probably one of the best performances we've had this season, but one of the most frustrating performances we've had this season as well. Um, well from Hoyler, from no, from the team in general. I think we were we were we were strong, and but it's just frustrating that you know we're in the lead two times and we still managed to draw the game. I'm going to go out there and say, apart from the defensive mistakes for the two goals, which were unforgivable by the centre backs, um, that was our best performance. Yeah, it I probably think, was. I, I think it was the most complete performance we've had of a team, other than we didn't get that third. I saw a couple of people tweeting when we went two and up, right? We need a third to kill this game. And I agreed, and then we just had that sucker punch, which. Um, does beg the question of what's the issue with the centre backs? What is going on with those boys? I think uh, personally, for me, like Aidan Flint, uh, Sean Morrison. I've always highly rated Sean Morrison. I think Morrison needs someone like Bamba next to him who can be a bit more creative. I think they're bit, too similar. What Morrison and Bamba? Morrison and Flint. Oh yeah, they're the same fucking player. Do you know what I mean? The, the difference with Flint, I was. I'm not going to name which club it was, but I've got a mate who played with one of his former clubs. Uh, not played, sorry. Uh, coached like he's one of the fitness coaches uh he saw aiden flint in training and when he signed for us he said like Millwall, uh middlesbrough oh, i've just said the club <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah they pulled a blinder because apparently he was absolutely he had a bad year last year 
Yeah, but even in training, it was like he couldn't make a normal pass. And it was a bit of a running joke there. But I think with Flint, you know, we, I was really excited when we signed him. He's a goal scorer in centre half. Um, but I think I think you hit the nail on the head there, Ben. They're very similar players. Morrison needs someone like Bamba. Bamba has more football brain than yeah. both of them combined. Yeah. He he is a quality centre half. So I just don't think it's a good centre half partnership. I <clears throat> right there, mate. Bamba, I think we've really missed him the last few months, and I think a lot of fans. I could tell you, on social to media. choke up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Um, <laughs> but speaking to him, I spoke to him at the Jeff Selling match, and he just can't wait to get back in. And I think he knows himself that once he comes back in, there's a change in the team. He brings that leadership quality to him in in the dressing room and, and, and on the field as well. And yeah, I think I agree with Ben. Morrison and Flint are, are too similar. The two two of the same type of defenders. I think they've worked well for times during the season. But There's the- games that suit that sort of style. Mm. There have been games, I think QPR's one stands out, where they just bossed it. Whereas games, there's other games where the ball's on the floor a bit more. And more Flint than Morrison, I think. Morrison's actually not that bad on the ball. I think people don't give him enough credit. Flint doesn't know where a ball is. Flint on the ball with his feet is... He sees it as an enemy. Horrendous. Yeah. Oh, he can't awful. play the ball like he needs to at times and just wants to hoof it. And other, that's fine. Other than his assist Sterling season to Murphy, which was like watching Perlo in his prime, you just know it was an accident. <laughs> he was accidentally hit the sweet spot on his foot and it just happened to have the trajectory, yeah. But my like we we talk about Bamba, for me, and it might be a controversial opinion, but in terms of players who are in their prime on their f- best form, I I think he's the best player in our team. Arguably, yeah. I think I I think I would edge towards green with that. I think We've seen what he can do over the last few seasons, and again, his leadership qualities alone carry him above a number of the players in the squad. I'm just worried that after the injury and after so many yeah. months out, I don't. Is he going to be the same player? That is so true, and it's it's hard to come back from an injury like that. But I think if there's a character who can, you know, Band is such a positive guy, as you know, Dan, when you spoke to him, and I think he's just got it in him to like push it push himself a bit and he's quite a sensible guy he's not going to come back before he's ready he's got the work ethic to do it and he he, he loves the club he loves the club so much and he and you can just tell that maybe after he retires he might go into management of the club well they've bought a house over him and his wife have actually bought a house which not all players do um, he no, seems settled at the club so yeah. I think it's a really good sign um, one thing um, I know the question's going to come up later about the Swansea game um, some comments from Warnock were quite interesting about it. A lot of people are saying Flint needs to be dropped, Morrison needs to be dropped, and bring Bamber in for the Swansea game. Yeah. Uh, Warnock was asked about this at the end of the uh, Millwall game. Um, I doubt it. Uh, Warnock said he had the game. Sorry, what was he asked uh, about Bamber coming back and being ready to even be on the bench to play against Swansea. against Swansea? Right. Uh, I doubt it. Oh, uh, he, had, he had he had he had a game against uh, uh, Colchester, yeah. but he wasn't 100. percent He'll want, to, he'll want to play. He'll want to be at Swansea. It's nice to get some minutes under his belt. But I think he knew himself when he played that he's a bit away. Just fucking play him. When you're playing between yourselves, you don't get pushed as much. You can play with yourself. But over at Colchester, the young lads were at him and it made him realise. Just play him. No. I think it was always realistic that he wasn't going to be able to come back for... I'd have him on the bench as like a morale boost because there's, or at the very least, have him named in, as people... In the, in the room. Yeah, because well, surely he can just be in the room in his suit. But even on the bench, I'd have him on the bench, like because there's you no. Place down there, anyway, if you're not going to play him. 
Yeah, but it's, it's, for whatever reason, um, Andy Dibble seems to... Are you on about playing... I was thinking more amongst the coaching staff because you can have a certain amount of people. But Andy Dibble seems to sit in the away end every time anyway. So you may as well just put Bamba <laughs> there, just offering that inspiration. Because this leadership yeah. is just... That's probably the big thing with Bamba that he brings above anyone else's. Morrison's the club captain, does a great job as club captain. I, like, I, we've got two very good captains. I don't doubt that Morrison's a fantastic club captain. I'm not saying Morrison's not this, but... He, he must be if he's captain over 100%, Bamber. 100%. You know? But Bamber is another leader on the pitch that we missed, that we've lost since Gunnison. Um, Pax filled a role of the way he works in midfield, but Pax doesn't quite have that leadership, that same sort of vocal leadership that Gunnison has. Um, Morrison's more of a quiet, sort of weird-in-your-ear sort of player as well. Whereas Bamba is someone that is screaming his head off. Mm. You can hear him if you close the yeah. stance. You can hear what he's saying. He's passion. He brings those players up. He'll give you that extra 10% that you need in a game like uh, Sunday. And it's also the positive energy he brings as well. He's always got a smile on his face. And I think a lot of fans would probably underestimate that and go, oh, he's just a happy guy. But I think that positive energy is infused within the within the squad and within the club. He's also just a really lovely, lovely bloke. Yeah. player as well, though. Yeah. he's a fan. He, I don't think he's our best player. I think he's our most important player. There's a difference. I, I genuinely believe on form. Like, I always think back, forget the Premier League, like one game I, w- I just fell in love with him was Leeds at home two seasons ago when we beat the Leeds 3-0. 3-0, yeah. And Bamba was playing centre defence midfield. Oh, and he turned into fucking Pirlo. <laughs> oh, he turned into Vieira, mate. He was insane. He's insane and, like, he's such... A gem, and I think when he retires, he'll go down as one of the best ever centre backs that's ever played for Cardiff. Hundred percent. It's a big shout. I don't think it is there's because not many, I suppose there's not many quality-wise. I sort of think for my in my sort of time watching Cardiff, my big three. Danny Gabden obviously was quite a similar. Gabs is one that played well for Cardiff. My, I love Mark Hudson at Cardiff. Absolutely loved him. He's one of my all-time favourite Cardiff no, of players. Of like, for, and forget... then probably you're looking at Bamber and then Manga. Yeah, again though, like Bamba, I can't think of no a centre back club. like it. Yeah, I don't think it's a centre back as a centre back. I don't think of a player that's had as much of an impact coming into a club as Bamba as Bamba did. Bamba and Warnock, it was the Bamba when and Warnock he came effect. in. Just the change in the team. Yeah, that there was a reason he was slotted straight back in against straight into the side against Bristol, and we won that game and went on the run that we did. Um, He's made. He's changed the club for the better. He sort of brought passion back into the side that was mass that was missing. He's a massive, massive player for this club, but he needs to be handled properly now. Um, he's thirty-four. Yeah, thirty-four. He's yeah. coming. He's twelve months left. He, he said he wants to play till he's forty. I get yeah. that, but if we don't manage him properly, he's not going to play till he's thirty-six with this in, after this no, injury. Definitely not. That's so, the risk you make. So moving on, because obviously we've spoken about Danny Ward and his effect. Great player. You know, we've spoken about the Mozza Flint partnership. You spent with a pack. Hoylet's great. White, great. Uh, ben, very quickly, just numbers. What were your player ratings for the Millwall game? So, obviously, in goal, we had Etheridge. Etheridge didn't have a lot to do. I'm going to give him a six. Okay. Bennett? Uh, six again. Yeah? Yep. Can you give Bennett a six? Why? I think the defence struggled at times. Bennett got lost. Okay. Uh, I think he's partially at fault for the first goal. Flint's, Flint's made the critical error, but I think Bennett's made a couple of mistakes there as well that he should have done better with. Flint? Four. Ooh. Morrison? Four. Same as his number on his kit. Peltier? Six. Good. Peltiers are just a solid six. <laughs> if you ask every time that someone asks Peltier, six. Yeah. Lee six, yeah. Uh, Marlon Pack? 
Five. Oh, rolls. Six. Generous six. It's impossible to rate rolls. I physically can't do it because I'm starting to fall in love with him. <laughs> exactly. Tomlin. Six. Not his best game, not his worst game, but it was a hard game for him to get into, really. White. 6.5. Okay. I see you. I see that. 0.5. Highlight. Seven. Eight. Surely. Come on. Come I on. I think purely because he came off, he didn't see the 90 out, did he? But yeah, I but suppose he scored that goal and just made an like that will fall on your ass. And an, and an amazing assist. Go on, you've had me. Eight. If he played the whole game, that would have been a nine. Genuinely. It would have gone up to a nine because, you know, you got you can't give a player who's played that little amount of time. But he was incredible. And Danny That's Ward. one of the most. Uh, Danny Ward, uh, 7.5. Okay. If I'm giving Hoyler an eight. Yeah. Hoyler was the better that. player, but Danny Ward was great. I think I agree with everything you said other than Bennett. We're always going to disagree on Bennett this season. Because he's class. I, I don't <laughs> doubt it, but he's not been class this season. He has. He's always class. <laughs> Class is permanent. I think. It, I think. Uh, what did you give him again? Six, six. Same oh. as Pel- same as Peltier. Oh, that's quite fair. I agree though. He does look. He does tend to drift, and he plays better when Hoylet's with him because he's got someone to support defensively. Yeah. yeah. He's at his weakest if you've got Murphy or Mendes there. He yeah. struggles massively then. So up next, uh, we are going to be talking about the fucking all the. Christ, I can't even say. I'm so nervous. Scared. The Swansea Cardiff game this weekend. Uh, earlier in the week I caught up with former Bluebird John Parkin to pick his brain about the South Wales Derby that's up next we have a uh, Cardiff cult hero on the line John Parkin is with me John Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday sorry tomorrow Millwall away Tuesday and the big one Swansea away next week. How do you see Cardiff doing? I don't think they'll be too far away, to be honest. Uh, I can see them getting at least at least six points out of them nine. So I think from the, the fixtures that you've mentioned, that would be uh, not a bad return, really. Uh, Swansea, obviously, away. The big one, mate. How Do, do you think Cardiff are going to get the bragging rights there? Uh, well, hopefully, mate. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, they've started the season quite well, haven't they? Mm, they yeah, have. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a tough game, but... As always, it's a it's a derby. So for whatever reason, it's always a little bit different, and the the form sort of goes out of the window, really. And of course, you could say one of Cardiff's strengths over Swansea is they have strength over the park. They have height, Flint, Glatzel, etc. Cardiff's kind of tactic should be to try and bully Swansea. How do you think they should approach this game? Uh, well, it's not been up to me to say how I think they're going to do. That's probably what they are going to do. It's- as you say, it's a, it's a strength of card of set pieces and, and being big and strong. So, and then obviously, uh, Swansea's got a, a sort of talented side, which hopefully they'll not be able to cope with that. Well, you've obviously played for a host of uh, clubs, Parking. Would you have liked to have played in our South Wales derby? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was. I think I was sub. I was subbing one when uh, when Bella scored late on. Uh, I, I, I never got on, but it was. Obviously, I've been at the game as a as a player, and I realised uh, what the what the game's actually actually like. So it would have been nice to play in one, but uh, not to worry. That was with uh, obviously the Aaron Ramsey, Bothroy, J. Manuel, Thomas squad, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we, I think that was squad maybe eighty eighty odd minutes, something like that. So, same as I say, we were 
it was a tight game, which it's always going to be in them, uh, them sort of games, or more than likely going to be anyway. So Bellamy, obviously, as you said, with the winner against Swansea in 2011, what was he like after the game? Was he loving it as a local Cardiff boy? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I don't think any more than any, any other. I mean, still with Bellamy, he just wanted to win. Uh, obviously, it would have been a little bit more sweet than the fact that it was against, uh, against Swansea. The main thing at the time was getting the three points, and that's what we, that's what we came away with. Well, that was John Park in there. Good guy, John, isn't he? A lovely guy. Top lad. Yeah. Got to love a northerner. And he is a fucking northerner. <laughs> I've never known someone so proud to be from Barnsley. <laughs> he is so proud. He loves that town. I, like, I, I look on his Twitter sometimes and he's like, puts a tweet up saying, like, oh, Mrs. Dim Fancy coming to pub for supper in, like, whatever, like, however you do that accent. <laughs> Um, to pub for supper. To, to, to pub for supper. Get the whippets. <laughs> for pie and chips with gravy. And that is literally what he's eating, by the way. He, he's gone to a pub on his own. He's eating pie and chips with no, gravy. No, he went to Spoons and got a steak on, sat on his own. Oh, yeah. Legend. What a bloke. Man of the people. Could you imagine, right, could you imagine now um, Alan Shearer doing that? Could you imagine, like... No, you know, he'd have something really low-carb and really boring, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, imagine... Um, imagine... Uh, fucking... Let's think... Uh, Ross McCormack sat down the no, day drinking think his own. Like, Alexis Sanchez, for instance. Like, you can imagine these, like, new modern footballers, when they retire, just going through spoons, tweeting about the fact that... They're in the spoons. Misses. Yeah. And literally. the missus hasn't come out with them, but they're still going to the pub. And he's drinking a pint on his own. No. He's, he's just... He's, he's the last of a dying breed, really, isn't he, Parkin? Definitely. I think he's a legend. And, like, obviously at Cardiff, he played 11 games, got one goal in the league and one in the League Cup. League Cup yeah. Famously didn't get invited to the League Cup final, even though he scored in the run-in, didn't get a medal. He's a cult hero at Cardiff. And it's Because he it's gave crazy. it his all, and he... I don't think it's necessarily because he gave it his all. It's around. just because he's a lovely who bloke. he is. Yeah. Like, the character, he was, like, refreshing. He was such a Cardiff City player. But like he, um, at that time, I was one of those saddos. I say saddos. I was one of those people that would sort of turn up early and see the players in and stuff. That was like last month, wasn't it? <laughs> Since Whitney comes gone, I'm not bothering. <laughs> I'm just following home now. Just stand, sit outside his house in Barry, just <laughs> holding a speaker Neil, up. Just Sean, Sean, <laughs> so, sign my shirt. So just there, and um, yeah, he was the one. I've never seen a player get called in by staff saying, "Come on, I've stopped talking. You've got to go in." Really? Because he just wants to chat. To the, he was chatting to the fans. He I was can making, imagine that. He but loves not it. just like the adults. He'd go up and make sure every kid had their book signed, and was had a memory. Talking and of books, not by enough the players way. do that. He has a great book. It's out. fantastic. It's called, uh, Feed the Feed Beast. The Beast. He hasn't asked us to plug that, by the way. But what a book! It's hilarious. It's uh, uh, generally top holiday. three favorite footballer books, and it's from John Parkin. If like you if book. you liked someone like Jimmy Bullard, which has got lots of funny anecdotes and stuff. Yeah. It's better than that. It's genuinely funny. Mm. It's got serious personality about it, and yeah, you, I can't I say enough things about it. You learn a lot more about like lower league football the ins and outs. But anyway, going on to what Parkin said about you know he discussed Shaffy Wednesday, he discussed uh, Millwall. He thought we would do all right. We didn't do that well. We got two points out of a possible six, but you know we discussed. Fuck, I'm genuinely nervous talking about Swansea Cardiff. By the way, my heart is racing. It was great to speak to Parkin about this one's game, like because it's the first time I've spoken to anyone who's been involved in a South Wales derby about playing in it. 
And he never got to play in it, as he obviously mentioned. He was on the bench when Bellamy scored that scream in the 83rd minute back in 2010. 2011. 2011, that was. February 2011. Yeah, the uh, Chopper one was 2010, sorry. And, you know... I asked, I was quite surprised, like, I wanted to know, like, what Bellamy was like in that dressing room afterwards, and he said he was just like every other game, because he had one level, and that level was being just the most competitive, argumentative, like, guy in the world, because he just had that desire to win, so for me, I always remember that game being so happy for him, but it was great to obviously hear from a former Bluebird talk about the South Wales derby. You're probably a bit gutted. Yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? To not. But you can tell he, they, even from that, he knew he knows what this fixture means to City fans and to those down the road. He knows that this isn't just another game. It's huge. It's, it's more than because biblical. It doesn't happen every year. I think that's what makes it one of the more unique mm. games. It sort of has that aura of it, sort of like uh, Millwall West Ham. Mm. that when it happens it's massive there's like, a bubble around it it's sort of it's cliche when the fixtures come out oh the first fixture you look at is your derby did, now, you, say, did you say there's a bubble around it yeah because there is literally a oh, bubble oh there is a bubble isn't there yeah literally a bubble trip <laughs> I, I'm sorry you weren't as clever as I thought you were then god you just realising that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so obviously um, so this, the game is on I should probably mention it's on this Sunday at 12am but if you listen, you probably already know that. 12 p.m. 12 p.m. Yeah. Even, they're 12 not, even they're not kicking PM. off that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bubble and it's played at midnight. W- at midnight. <laughs> How good would that be? <laughs> that would be so good. But yeah. then everyone would be absolutely wrecked and then it would be even worse. So, yeah, like, Dan, Swansea, Cardiff, Sunday, how are you feeling about it right now? Before going into any preview or anything, how are you feeling? If Raw you had, emotion. If you had asked me about you know eight or nine games into the season, I would have been a lot more worried than I am now. Okay. Um, I think Swansea started really strongly to the season. I don't know whether that's just you know a new manager Steve Cooper's come in and he's kind of you know it's that new manager thing and it's a new season and you know kind of a buzz about it. Mm. I think maybe they've started to get found out by teams now. The last four or five games, I think you saw against Brentford um, last night again. You know, I think there was a big outrage on on um, Swansea football Twitter as such. Um, saying that they've they, even they were saying that they've been found out and that there's, it doesn't seem to be working. So I'd say I'm still nervous. I'm as probably as nervous as you are. Um, but I think you know, again, if you'd asked me seven games into the season, I'd be a lot less confident than I am now. But I think we've got enough. I think we can shit out to win. I don't see why not. I think it's a, a game that that we can win. Um, yeah, it's at the liberty, but it's a it's going to be tasty, and there's always going to be something. Happen, but at the same time, does it have nil-nil draw written all over it? Maybe. That's a great point that you made there. About, I, I agree. By the way, I didn't realise how much I agree with this until you literally just said it. Like, if this was five games ago, mm. I'd be shitting it. Yeah. Because Swansea looks so dangerous. You look at Swansea's last three results. They, they've lost a Stoke at home. They a drew with Barnsley away, who are in fucking turmoil yeah. at the moment. Barnsley are, and lost to Brentford. 3-0 at home you know that's they've lost two home games in a row but because it's a derby everything gets thrown out of the window so I'm going to start off with Ben uh, you know if we can all quickly go through our, our starting lineups because it could drag on just very quickly who do you think should start um, Etheridge Peltier Morrison Flint oh, 
Bam, uh, Bennett. Yeah. Uh, Bamba doesn't start because he's not fit. Pure yeah. and simple. We've spoke about this. If he was fit and ready, he starts. But he's not fit. He's not ready. Uh, Curtis Nelson's not ready to play in a game like that. You've got to play these experienced heads. Oh, my God, yeah. And that's the centre-back partnership it has to be. Okay. Um, midfield? Midfield, pack and rolls. Okay. Two, two centre-defence midfields or they're just normal centre-midfields? Two doing their normal roles. Okay. Um, wingers then, if fit, Hoylett. But seeing as he went off with a hamstring injury against Millwall, I doubt he will be. So for me then, it is... Uh, Don't say it. Don't you dare say it. Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm going Mendes. Thank... Oh, God. Imagine, right... I've just spent, I've I'll just go, spent I'll 10 go, minutes this hammering when we Murphy, right? Yeah. And then I go, oh, fuck it, let's play him. Yeah, like... Okay, let's just go into now. If Murphy started on Sunday, I would be livid. Imagine a worse player than Josh Murphy to play in a fucking derby. I don't think he could take the pressure. No, you crumble. Really don't. And like, if you've got a lot of pressure on your shoulders, you need big shoulders. Oh my god, who has big shoulders? Yeah, he's Mendes. Mendes. <laughs> nice. He's going to start on Sunday now. He's going to score a hat trick, yeah. and people are going to make a meme out of that clip. So, to be honest, right? If you could tweet that, because you have an amazing habit of saying things that shit that happens. <laughs> I mean, you're still supposed to get a Kevin McNaughton tattoo on your ass. I've got it. I got it. Oh yeah, yeah. You fucking didn't. Pictures I did. Mouth, <laughs> I have. I got it ages ago. Oh. No, nah, he didn't. I do. I, I, I mean, I'm not well. going to say I want to see your ass now because that's just exactly I could say so, anything yeah. I want right now because you're not going to see my no, ass there you go so I'm I, weird like that so I do hmm. it's the first time I've met you in person guys so I, I definitely that's not how I want our friendship to start off to be honest after what we played the same football to team together I've like. seen you in the showers <laughs> no wrong never shower after football wait till I get home smelly bastard that's grim isn't it yeah, that's no grim. I like to have a bath Ooh, Talg of Town did never have a bath. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. They, they <laughs> didn't have football. So anyway, right wing, uh, right wing, Gavin White. Yes. Like, what a player! He's he is made for the South Wales derby. Yeah, oh definitely. And they will hate Gavin White. She just run and run and run. Yeah. So we've got four four at the moment. Are we going four four one one or four four two? Um. Who's so you're going? Set this is what midfield. I this is what I want to go in the ten. Okay. Not what I think will happen. Yeah. I want Tomlin in the ten. I want him so bad. I want him in the ten. I want Tomlin so bad. And then striker obviously is Danny Ward. What I think will happen. No, it's not what you think. So, that, said, so that, said, that's what you want. You yeah, want Tomlin. Tomlin and Ward. Yeah. What I think will happen is Cam Patterson comes in. I think Warnock's played a blinder oh, by no, by, giving, by giving um <sighs> by giving Tomlin this eighty six minutes he played against Millwall, he's not got a huge time to recover. I can't see Tomlin playing three games in eight days. No, I think the more Tomlin played last night, the less, less likely, likely it was for him to appear. Definitely, yeah. I, do, um, I don't, I don't want to shit on any players. Like I love Cam Patterson. Look how good he was in the Championship the last time around. I think he was still in the Premier League as well. I just don't think he's fit. I think there's still injury issues yeah. that there's haven't been addressed. There's something there not him. quite right there that yeah. he's not well, the player he was. Uh, the but if you, you look at the Swansea side, right? I just had a look now on my phone at who they played, like, the side they played last night. Yeah. The one thing I will say, if you've got Patterson in there, is if you want what we've we, realistically, we're all agreed, we've got a shit house to win, right? We've got to bully them, kick them, wind them up, and proper get them off there, right? There is no player in there that's going to want to come get Callum Patterson, who is just going to knock shit out of him for the whole game, okay. pure and simple. He's gonna, he's a battering ram for eighty minutes. He's yeah. just going to fucking hammer people, and I think that's not 
There's no one better ahead in our team. No, ball's in the air. Like we're not. Pl- we play the ball. I know we all want to see us on the floor playing it more as City fans. It's just not going to happen. But if we do that against Swansea on Sunday, they're a better football inside than us. Yeah. They're going to play us off the park and we're going to face the same sort of situation we had with Solskjaer was it, again, uh, when Solskjaer was in charge of a 3-0 drubbing and me not being able to show my face to my brother's friends for... I still can't turn up, to be honest. Cause <laughs> yeah. On my wall, there is still at my mum's... I only found it when I moved out and took down a picture... I didn't realise the day after the evening of the 3-0 loss against Swansea, they snuck into my bedroom and on the wall under a picture wrote 3-0 love the Brecon Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> I moved out last year, finally took down the last of my stuff, took the picture down and I found it there. So what's that? Six, seven years later, oh I finally found never that forget, fucking... Never forget, never forget. Bastards. You mentioned there, by the way, that um, you know we're going to be playing it high in the air not going to be attractive football. I saw a tweet, right? Someone said, and this is a quote, when we can't get the ball for five to ten minutes in total, right, and every time we do, we smash it up the line to nobody, right? And this is <laughs> this is the video they attached. You know what to make themselves here. I'll stop it, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> you know what to make themselves here. I'll stop it, everybody! <laughs> that's such a brilliant. That's just like you just know that's what we're going to be like. Yeah. We can set, we can try and analyze that is the, the away game. end all game, yeah. isn't it? We can try and analyze our approach. We can try and preview Swansea as much as we want, but no matter what, as much as we want to say, look, we're going to shit our shit house our way to a win, we're going to hate it because of that. Those those nerves of the South Wales derby. Can I just put all... this out there? If we shit house a win, right? If we've got a ten percent possession, a two percent oh, pass completion rate, oh my god, and we win one nil, yes, I would be happier please. than if we won five nil. Oh baby, because the fucking outrage oh, from those hipster mental. wankers down the road not would be what, sensational. Yeah. Not that just would just be it. just football in in general yeah, would just self erupt like. Because everyone sort of hails Cooper, and he's done a fantastic job for someone that was an actor in Twin Town before he became a manager. He's done a fantastic. I thought he was. Um, I thought he was in the Hills of Eyes. <laughs> he's done a few things, but for someone that looks like that, prodigy of football, won the World Cup with the England under 17s uh, You know, plays. He does play good stuff. He's done a great job. Let's not criticise him. Let's not be dicks about it. Let's be mature. He looks like someone, right? Who he he started life off in a laboratory as a sweet potato. <laughs> and he was around too many radioactive waves, and he just mutated into this guy who just looks. He's not. He doesn't look human. No, he he, he is a strange looking creature. And again, now that's going to be clipped up on Sunday afternoon after they beat us four 0 I don't care. Cheers, guys. He, he still, still looks, looks like fucking funny, doesn't he? <laughs> mutated that, sweet potato. Yeah. Well, no matter what, like we've said, he's a good man. He's done a good job. Yeah. He does look like I don't a, think he's a good manager. Do you know, I think he's done a fantastic job with a shit show of owners that try and destroy that club. And I'm yeah. all for it. Can I just say, Swansea owners, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a fantastic <laughs> <Love> job. <it. laughs> Sell your assets. It's a fantastic thing mm. you're doing. Keep it up. So, but, um, go on, sir. What I want to try and do is a Swansea and Cardiff combined XI. Combined 11. Mm. Okay? So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bow out here because... I do not care. I, I, I think I actively don't look at anything to do with Swansea. I just don't care. I just like, they're like the, you know, moron family member you just disregard. Just I like, go in. Yeah. 
So I don't know much about their team. So who are you saying out of the Swansea team, just to simplify this, would get into the Cardiff team? Uh, for me, I'll start with me. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Roberts gets in at right back. Over Peltier. Over Peltier. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is if I'm the manager and I'm picking two. So I think he's more attacking. I mm-hmm. think Peltier's a better defensive, but for the way you sort of see football going, I think yeah. Roberts is. I agree with the better that. option. That's one player I do know about. Um, in midfield. Okay. Uh, Matty Grimes gets in. Ahead of who? Uh, whoever we play out of Bakuna or the number 10. Oh, yeah, he's better than Bakuna. Yeah, so Matty Grimes gets in there. Possibly, if he plays as good as he can, AU. Ahead of who? Uh, ahead of um, White or Murphy. Hoyler gets in ahead of those two. Is that Jordan, are you? Andre. Andre. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know a bit about Jordan, are you? I don't know anything about Andre, so... Again, I think he's shown shown this season he can kind of he can maybe he, level, can, yeah. he can punish us as on Sunday. Oh, sorry, and Joe Rodon gets in ahead of Flint. Oh, I was Morrison. so surprised that you didn't. Totally forgot. Sorry, change. Yeah. So yeah, before people start bar- hamming my doors down, uh, Rodon. It, it, the centre backs would be Bamba and Rodon. Uh, no, the three of the four players they've all come through Swansea's youth, haven't they? Matt Grimes came through. No, Grimes is from QPR, wasn't he? Matt Grimes. Oh, maybe it's not, it's not Grimes I'm thinking of. Rod- Rodon did, though, didn't it? Rodon, Rodon and Roberts did. both did, yeah. I, yeah, it's the same three names I've got. The only one I've got a question mark. So, Matty Grimes came from the Exeter Academy. Exeter. Yeah. But did he then go to the Swansea Academy? No, he went, uh, played 58 senior appearances for Exeter. Yeah. Then I went remember, to Swansea. Yeah, I remember okay. him playing for Exeter, actually. Randomly yeah. went on loan to Leeds. From Exeter? No, from Swansea. Oh, they were in the Premier League then, probably. 2016 17, so no. No. That's Random one. And Northampton. Probably to make well. up for the Dan James debacle or even though that was last season. I think mm. it was the. Yeah, I think it was around that time. So we're saying uh, how many players is that? Three? Four. Four. That's pretty there good. Go. Yeah, the only one, the only other one I have a question mark next to is Burson Selena. I think he just adds a little bit. I think he's a little bit similar to Josh Murphy in the fact that if you get him on a good day, he's a world beater in the championship, Burson Selena, I think. Um, but he may, maybe just hasn't shown enough of it this season. But I think there's a question mark next to him. But apart from that, yeah, the three you've picked um, probably would walk. Well, walk in is probably a bit strong, but I'd probably pick them over over us. I think Rhoda walks in. Yeah, I think it, he's it pains me to say about ahead of Flint or Morrison though. I, either um, Bamba. If you're if you're playing fit prime players and that, it's Etheridge, uh, Roberts, Bamba, Rodon, Bennett. Okay, got your boy in. See, thanks. Midfield of Rals. Uh, Grimes and Pack. Can we just give them Murphy on the weekend? Just like leave him there off the bus. <laughs> that's that's harsh. Like he's been poor. But would you really wish someone to spend their time in Swansea? That's yeah. But it's, let's not be mean. That's that, not that was over the top. So harsh. Why? Oh my god! I nearly said the sentence. What I do like about Swansea. <laughs> is it the ledge centre? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's literally the only redeeming feature I can think of. Yeah, is the with, a, ledge with a slide. Yeah, but um. Yeah, the, the how do I word this without hating myself? Um, the one something amicable? No, Swansea. Um, <laughs> this do is really good. difficult for you. Swansea isn't it? do. Swansea do good. How do I say? I do, honestly, I'd match uh, the redeeming factor about Swansea. Something about Swansea that doesn't make me hate them as much as I normally do, but I still hate them. There you go. Um, is the fact that they play a lot of Welsh players and they bring a lot of Welsh players through the academy. And it's something that frustrates me to no end about 
Look, I, I that we're all very proud Welshmen. Uh, I think you're yes. Irish or something. Like Born that. in Wales, yeah. raised in Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> Next. Yeah, whatever. Um, whatever that means. Are you Irish or Welsh? <laughs> Welsh. <laughs> right. So we're all proud Welshmen. Um, and I just want to see some Welsh players playing for Cardiff City. I agree. Like we're but, a Welsh club, we need to set a precedent. But we fucking break them. Yeah, but when we, we're, what, what, when we we're singing, really though, well. we shit on the English side of the bridge and most our players are No, that's English. the chant that annoys me the most. No, what, what, what I really like is, right, is we're Cardiff a spectacular, and we proved this against Millwall, is we destroy Welsh players that we have in our club. Tom Lawrence. Tom Lawrence, mm. uh, Emily Hughes, Will Jazz Richards, we've even broke. Jazz, yeah, Jack, De- Declan, Declan John. John. No, Declan John was shit anyway. That's why Darcy Blake, we. No, Darcy Blake broke himself by yeah, but allegedly we, sniffing we, away his no, payoff no, 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 from. No, no, no. Sniffing, <laughs> sniffing flowers. Allegedly. Sniffing flowers. Yeah. Allegedly. allegedly. He allegedly sniffed flowers. Uh, no, it's just um, he ate a lot of crisps, I think. Yeah, oh, but yeah. what we do, what we do fantastically is give Welsh players an opportunity to play well against, against us. us. And that worries me. Yeah, obviously Tom Bradshaw, Tom Bradshaw with two goals. Was spectacular Tom, against us. Yeah, Tom Lawrence has, has scored against us. Harry Wilson, I believe, scored against us at some point. Sam Vokes has scored against us. Steve Morrison scored against us when he's in Millwall. Yeah, we've got a habit of bringing Welsh I players. I feel like Joe Allen has scored against us. Yeah, Joe Allen always seems to play well against us. Yeah. I'm curious though whether you think Will Volks could be the next Emir Hughes. I said it at the time he signed that the transfer felt like that, and I got absolutely battered on Twitter. Mm. And I really hope it's not because I it's not, it's not down to ability. Like, no, I think it's I think like we I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago. He's got time. This is a long, long season, and mm. there will be a time where he gets back in the squad and he will impress. Definitely, but. He wasn't. He's. He, I don't know. He's just not made that step up that he that he's needed mm. to. I think it's as much on him as it is on Warnock. The way because when he's played, he's not done much. Is he? Like you've come to a new club, you've come to a bit. No disrespect to Rotherham and where they are, but you've come to a bigger club with higher higher expectations. Massively bigger club. Yeah. You've got to make that step up now as a player, and prove you belong in that squad. Yeah. Because you're not entitled just because you've signed for I think it's like a million pounds. You're not entitled to come in and take that midfield place. Mm. You've got to win it. You've got to win that shit. Okay. And he hasn't done that in performances, training, or when he's played for us. He's he's not I mean, done it, that. It's sixty was it sixty minutes he's played this season. I think most of them came against yeah. Reading, wasn't it? Yeah. He's also played also played ninety in the League Cup and, and the League Cup. Paul, well, yeah. Moving on from Welsh degenerates. Um, <laughs> so I want to discuss some I mean, past ones of games. Obviously, Dan has never seen one in his life, so. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm joking. He's seen them on but on TV, seen which them, is yeah. fine. Yeah, because he has a legitimate reason. I'll get a plane next time. It's fine. Yeah, just you get. A, you could have got a helicopter. <laughs> Uber do helicopters. They do in Dubai. Just, true. Could have gone, gone to Dubai. Got an Uber helicopter. Rural, rural Island hasn't reached the um, the fathoms of Uber Eats yet. So. Could have swam. If they, if they, Reached electricity. We've just about got fibre optic oh, broadband. So. That's just so such lazy. annoying so joke. Lazy. That's yeah, a lazy yeah. joke. And yeah. you should know I'm, about I'm that. that. I'm Being I'm from, from Brecon. Fucking hell. Yeah, we don't so, have a gene pool, we have a gene puddle. Exactly. Like, so gene I cannot say anything. So, best Swansea fixture story. So, I'll tell you what, I'll start off with my favourite one. So, you, you boys have time to think, just in case you haven't. Sure. Um, for me, there's obviously one game uh, that. I could talk about, and I, th- I think it was my second ever Welsh derby because my first one was uh, the, the two-all Ross McCormack penalty winner when Mike Dean got 
finger blasted by 50 pounds coins. Um, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Exactly. Uh, so for me, Chance of Chopter, he has, but it was what went on behind that. I Like for anyone listening to this who doesn't know about the South Wales Derby, how much it means, being in that stadium when... I didn't even know it was Chopra who scored it until I got home three hours later. <laughs> I had no idea who scored it. I, do you know? I thought it was McPhail. I thought it was McPhail because from a distance, and it was a distance because I was in the Ninian stand right by the away fans, and obviously the goal was all the way on the other end, the other end. by the um, Canton, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which couldn't be a better place for that to be scored. Yeah. Because Chopra and McPhail from a distance were a similar height and build, obviously forget here because from that distance you can't see it. I thought that was fucking McPhail. <laughs> so I'm there going, yeah, I fucking love McPhail, fucking <laughs> McPhail, like that. Like obviously the lead up to that goal, we just had uh, the Swansea fans and I saw a few familiar faces from Brecon in there, people that I know. And I could see him chanting, never beat the Jacks, never beat the Jacks, never beat the, never beat the, never beat the Jacks, like that. All, like, fucking game, because we hadn't beaten them in, like, nine years or something. Yeah, I think we'd been playing twice, but yeah. Yeah, but no, it was quite a few games, so I think most of them were draws, and they won, like, two or something like that. So they were, it's, it's, it's the fact that they were winding us up for so hmm. fucking long, and, you know, obviously, Aaron Wildig... Uh, Cardiff City legend because he set up uh, he'd never done anything else other than that goal against Newcastle away but I just remember that because it's a South Wales derby and you genuinely are like last, you spend the whole well, game you spend the whole game with your heart in your throat every single pass you know Gavin Ray on the ball you'd think oh my fucking god please don't give it away you spend the whole game just like insanely stressed out that when you see that ball kind of going over the defence and you just notice a player in that position you're just like I just remember like hearing the stadium breathe mm. like everyone around me just that gasp and then obviously the goal goes in and honestly nice. I, I'm not even finished like it was so mental afterwards that I can just remember being in mind I was to the there was nothing left between me and the away fans other than a barrier and loads of police stewards just celebrating so much and I just I, I was celebrating so much I didn't notice that I'd been hit by like 15, 20 coins like it it was just like because of the adrenaline rush it was just like constant being hit and then you know when you kind of come to you don't actually come to for hours afterwards but the initial after that I noticed that there was blood all down me and like I was like, what? What the hell has happened? Because like I didn't feel it because of the adrenaline. And like, just some some Cardiff fans like when something amazing happens, like a guy next to me was like, "Oh, you are, mate." Takes off his Cardiff top and wipes all the blood off my head with his Cardiff top. I'm like, "Mate, you haven't got a top now." And he's like, "I don't fucking care. We beat the Jacks, mate." I look at my dad; his head's bleeding. I was like, "What happened to you?" He's like. Uh, a chair got thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking chair. And he was there. He was uh, there was like half of a chair. That's mad. I'd have taken that home with me. Oh, well, you, you'd think anyway. But he got, my old man, like, got escorted out with me out of safety. 
So, like, I didn't get to be in there for much longer. Like, the stewards, like, we had to go walk down because, like, they thought, like, he was in such a bad state. Like, after the game, he was, like, kind of, like, a bit, like, concussed. He was, like, (laughs) nearly crying. But, yeah, that's my... That's my... uh, I probably stole in the light there because I picked the easiest game. But yeah, we all have our experiences. I've got two. Okay. These are quite quick, so it's sort of... Um, they're from the same half an hour like mine. No, they're from the same season. Um, okay. It's the 2010-2011 season where we lost 1-0 at home. Um, at that point... That I was would, away, wasn't it? No, we that was the home game. We won 1-0. At the Bellamy season. Did we lose at home, did we? We or? did. We lost 1-0. Marvin Evans scored. Oh, um, my God, yeah. I was ill. I, at that time, I had stomach ulcers. I was really ill, um, and I was sat directly behind the, in the canton stand, directly behind the goal, probably about six rows from the front, right by the post where uh, MNS scored. And I went so mental at that point, I vomited and collapsed, and what? had to be carried out uh, by two <laughs> stewards because I was unconscious. I uh, didn't see the end of the game. Um, yeah, so that was my experience of the first one. The second one was, and this is sort of bringing it back to us, we were talking about the Brecon Jacks. Um, the day of the game, the, even before the game, was a friend's night out in Swansea. Yeah. So I'm out in Swansea like before the derby, which is dangerous enough, uh, forgetting that on my phone I had the Cardiff City badge in my background. Every two minutes my mates are pointing out the Cardiff badge. Every time my phone's out, they're pointing out, he's got a Cardiff badge in his phone, <laughs> thinking I'm going to die. Survived the night. We uh, drove, back, drove back home to Brecon the next morning. Mm-hmm. And we went to a place that's close to both our hearts to watch the game, uh, the Brecon Corries. Yeah. So watching that in there, uh, surrounded by a lot of the Jacks who at the time from Brecon were at the time on banning orders. So couldn't make it to the game. Mm. They were giving it the big one all day, Mm. all the time. Just, oh, we're going to do you, we're going to do you. So um, Bellamy scores the screamer. Bellamy scores that goal. I have never stood in front of someone. I was nose to nose with one of the boys, not in an aggressive way, mm. but just celebrate. I've never screamed yes and just screamed like that in someone's face without punching them. <laughs> I just pure elation. I just seeing. I, I I would have licked their tears if I could have. You could how just did see you it. not get stabbed in the temple? I have no idea. I didn't get punched. <laughs> I have to no be fair idea. To him, he, he took it well because I'd have gone nuts. But um, I was in his face. Yes, fucking come on. <laughs> As you do, right literally in his grill. He must have got covered in so much of my spit. I would love it if this was a five-year-old kid. No, it was uh, Reese Nichols. So the mentality of a five-year-old kid, Mm. but not an actual five-year-old kid. And uh, yeah, they're my two stories. (laughs) I hope he's not listening to this. (laughs) He does not know how a phone works. Dan? (laughs) Um, Mine's a little bit less... less, um, Well, traumatic is probably the right word to use, I think. Um, (laughs) I think it was probably... The Premier League season, I think, when we played them, um, I remember watching the game in a pub in Northern Ireland nice. with my mate, obviously, who decided to support Swansea for the evening. Ah, uh, he's not one of them. He's wankers. one of them. He's an Arsenal fan, but he was like, "Yeah, I support Swansea." And I was like, "Well, you're not a very good mate." But yeah, watching it, and I think you it was can't, a, you can't joke support Swansea. You can't no joke. That's support not something Celtic, that, that someone like with when you're around, the same mind does. Yeah. Um, but I think I remember it being a time where I think Malky and and Vincent Tan's relationship was a little bit iffy around that stage of the season, and I think he was maybe under a bit of pressure. It was a couple of days before the Liverpool game. It was a couple of days before the Liverpool game as well, and. I don't know why, but when we signed Stephen Corker, I kind of had 
a connection with him and I was like I really thought that he would stay on a few seasons after that I, thought, I, thought, that too, I yeah. thought he could really be the next Mark Hudson for us um, I didn't uh, you know whatever would be would be after that when he was here. but you know when that goal went in I remember and there was no one else in the pub there was yeah. no one else in the pub. Me and this, me and my mate, Sporting yeah. Swansea, mm. and that was it. And that goal went in, and and that shows that shows how minimalistic that is. Because I've never been to a Cardiff Swansea game before. Yeah. Um, that's not changing on Sunday, unfortunately. But I just and it was in the Premier League, so I think it was that little bit special. It had that bit more um, publicity about it, I think, because it was the first time we had met in the Premier League, and yeah. that was the most watched football match in the world that year. Was it actually worldwide? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Oh, yeah, because wow. it was on um, ESPN, ESPN. And it was built up so, massively. The thing is, though, and like, I'm sure people are bored of hearing it, but I did not follow us at all because of the right hit. I actually, I oh, really? don't, it's so weird because obviously I, I know, you know, so many stats about Cardiff and you could name any season from like, I don't know, like 2003-ish when I properly started supporting. But it's like there's, I had like, a, you know, a coma. Because mm. you could mention a score. Sometimes people go, oh, yeah, you remember, like, um, you know, we won't see Man City because it was such a big game. But, mm. like, you know, say if we beat, like, West Ham 2 in the Premier League, I'll, you know, I'll be like, what? When? I, oh, it was when, like, you know, I don't know, Joe Ings Bouget scored or something. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And, like, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't follow it. But, you know, it was still, like... It's gutting because I missed the South Wales mm. derby win. So you don't remember Juan Carlos' goal against Southampton then? Jelly bean head. <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. Like I, I actually, I know because I, I, I'm not just making it mm. up or anything. But yeah, as you said, like I know because I did watch that Cardiff Swansea game as much. I, I, I couldn't. You can't not. Know, can you? No, I couldn't. And the way it was built up that year was amazing because it was obviously in the Premier League. It was amazing and. You know, hopefully they do it. You know, Sky Sports has come on leaps and bounds since, you know, yeah. like they're much more like epic sports now. Like, they're Americanized. But just to cap off the South Wales Derby stuff, because, you know, we mentioned it before we started, we could, this could be a two-hour fucking episode, but <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Um, you know, you could just talk about it forever. But I, my, I don't, is your, any of your hearts pounding? I'm dreading it. I'm nervous. Genuinely dreading it. I not... get like butterflies, proper butterflies. I don't think, like, Sunday for me is one hell of a day. Oh, my God, yeah. We've got the World Cup, the World Cup semi-final at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, of course. Which, look, I'm not a massive rugby fan. I enjoy it, but mm. I want Wales to do well, and I will get up and watch it. Probably won't have a beer then. I will. Probably will. Then I've got the South Wales derby, mm. which, either way, if we win, I'm on the piss. If we <laughs> lose, I'm on the piss. Probably if we draw, if we lose, I'm not on the piss. I've got to just to drown the drown the sorrow. <laughs> but then later that evening at seven o'clock, I am off to watch a reunion gig of funeral for a friend. Uh, oh my god, yes. then no one cares. I'm never seeing. I I genuinely don't think if it goes the way I think Sunday's going, I don't think I'm seeing that gig. If I do, I don't funeral, remember it. I thought you were going to say something really fucking awesome then. <laughs> funeral for a friend. It's, it's, they're they're reuni- They're doing a reunion for a fan. Are they one of your favourite bands? They are, but they're also reuni- like reuniting for a fan that is dying of cancer and raising oh, money for, for him. Oh, you sake, did it again. Man. You had to do that. You've done it you? again. <laughs> no, that's just harsh. You can't do that. You can't do that. Everyone's yeah. on my side. You've got to donate. you got to donate now. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, well, so, I'm going to. So, I don't, anyone listening, I'm going to donate money. Cheers, Ben. So, you know when you say you don't care? 
Mm. What you're saying is you don't care about that poor no, man with family back cancer. No, 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 I didn't sick, say that at all. We're going to move on very Bastard. Quickly. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> going to move on now, boy. Uh, which ones you play do you hate the most? All-timer in the squad? Yeah. I oh, think. no, all-time. Ah, oh, Tate. There's only one answer, surely. Alan Tate, okay. Dan? Yeah, Tate, or... It's really strange, but Angel Rangel. <laughs> <laughs> there was something about Angel Rangel. It was like this cheekiness. I bet he's such a nice guy in real life. He looks like he's all right. Um, Why Angel Rangel over here? He just... Was it no wait no was the him was on Twitter the other day that was um yeah yeah it, it was, was wasn't it yeah and, and he was just always a bit of I don't I don't, never really liked it but I've heard stories about him with Cardiff fans in particular one of my favourite things I remember about the one with Bellamy scored actually hmm. um, that derby um, I just remember the screen they, Bellamy's like twisting his ear like literally finger like fifty grab in his ear twisting it while chatting to Ashley Williams as it's for their best mates. And like Williams knows what Bellamy's like, he's going to get into his head. So yeah. at, like Bellamy sort of chatting to Williams, probably gave him a, a, a mug full of abuse, but <laughs> it looked like Williams was enjoying it. And then Rangel's getting his ear pulled by Bellamy, and he's going absolutely mental, just and, working. That, it was just working. Oh, it was brilliant. It? He just worked a treat, and, and that's what we've got to do Sunday. One of the best part about that Bellamy winner by in 2011 was, you know, obviously Ramsey and. Bothwell. Bothwell's pass was great from... Yeah, he gets the, underrated that. The right channel, a hell of a pass. But Bellamy's... The way Bellamy loses Angel Rangel, have you seen that? Like, the amount of times I've watched it, mm. where he, that was like Premier League quality in the Championship. Well, that's he, what he was that year, He started he? making his run, but stopped. Angel Rangel is like being sent for a hot dog, as Robbie Savage said, like, without him actually going there. He was genius. Like, but yeah... Uh, my, by the way, my Swansea player I hate the most, you know, Alan Tate for me, like, yeah, I do dislike him, but I just don't think he ever had that much of a personality to dislike. I think he was just I've a heard, bit of an idiot. I've heard different things. I've heard a lot from sort of people like, I remember listening to uh, reading a thing with uh, Ali, the old stadium announcer, who said like, there was a lot of Swansea fat players that came when they came were actually quite nice. Apparently Gary Monks is supposed to be a very nice chap. Um, they are those sort of players but Tate was a prick really and sort of he just gave that oppression just general just day to day life of just he just seems like a tosser Lee Trundle is my oh, Lee Trundle as well for me Lee Trundle he thinks he's still relevant like, yeah it just winds me up and he obviously has this cacophony of Swansea idiots who still like like everything he does but for me like a lot of people outside of supporting these clubs think Lee Trundle was way better than what he was. He wasn't that good. Like he was, he was a showboat. He was a he was a showboat. Yeah. Remember him at Bristol be, City? This is going to be an old school reference. He was a vine player. Vine player. Six six yeah. second clips. Six second. He's a YouTube <laughs> highlights player for yeah. me. But interesting fact about uh, Lee Trundle is. His most used emoji on his phone is the bite emoji because when he runs out of good answers, he just does that. Just does the bite emoji, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. But no, um, what's the name of the guy you? Um, is it Fenners? The Soccer uh, AM guy. Soccer yeah. AM. Yeah. In Fenners' book, Fenners actually talked about Lee Trundle, and you know how Lee Trundle was always on Soccer AM. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people think he's the bollocks. Yeah. Thinks he's a bollocks. Well, Lee Trundle used to send the stuff in that himself. That surprise me. And he would ring up chasing them, being like, are you playing this on Saturday's show? Right. That's why I hate him. 
I hate. I just hate him because I think he's a bit of a knob yeah. And that thing with a flag, like doing fucking League One at the time, mm. it's like we hate Cardiff, and yeah, like. I remember Swansea see, were loving see, it at the I'll, time, I'll, but it was it, like, mate, why, why do you think you're relevant enough? If that was a Cardiff player, yeah, he could end. I can see why Swansea fans love him. Of course. I can see that, but for but me, I think he's a dickhead. If it was me, though, and at if the time, they were a much smaller, much, much smaller club. Like you've just won a trophy. You've just won a trophy. You've won a final. It doesn't matter if it was the LUV Vans trophy at the time. You've won that. Yeah, but you've made Enjoy that, that fucking, celebration. You've made... As you, yeah, exactly. I thought, yeah, that's what you're saying. Like... You just won a fucking trophy, yeah. mate, and, and you've got a flag saying. So it's the it's the fact that he actively saw it was either obviously in the crowd. He saw it and grabbed it from a fan. Yeah, yeah. It's the obsessiveness it, of it, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like the I fans must get one right, over. We, we've got some that are bad for it as well. There are fans on Twitter that will just actively yeah, seek out Swansea people, and it's sort of that football Twitter, you know. Yeah. Mm. I think it's I think with Swansea is punching down, whereas with Cardiff is punching up. Because we're a bigger club, we're the capital city, so with them, they're, oh, they are much more obsessed, much more obsessed with us because they get less funding for their city, etc. Staging smaller, they're a smaller club. Yeah. Like they had, and their argument is they've got like seven years in the Premier like League, like a million followers on Twitter, or whatever. <laughs> but they were in the Premier League for much longer. They were a well-run club, but that doesn't mean over the course we're, of the history we're a they were. Club. So moving on, which Swansea player finally on this before we move on to our questions? Which Swansea player do you like the most of all time? And it can't be a Welsh player. No, that rules out Joe Allen then. Because <laughs> everyone would just say Joe Allen. Yeah, mm. I'm going to go for a bit of a strange one because he has given Cardiff fans a bit of abuse. Yeah. But one that I do find quite funny is Ollie McBurney. Apart from the drink driving thing, because I think he's a twat for that. Yeah. But up until then, I don't know. I, I, I quite like the idea. I quite like that he sort of. Got, he seems like a bit of a boy. He seems like a bit of a laugh. Mm-hmm. I've heard a few people say that about him. So I, I, I don't probably yeah. we haven't much deal with it's him. Funny, was, sort of, was it Barnsley the season before? Yeah, when he's he doing that. When he's doing this yeah. I don't mind players with a bit of crack. Yeah, sort of. Um, Jamie Ward was one when he was playing for Derby. Mm. Would get pelters but give it back. Uh, David James. I remember David James playing for Ports. No, Bristol City at the time. And getting absolutely pelted by the Canton stand. I remember. I that. think by the end of the game, he was England's twenty, England's number twenty-four or something like that. Mm. And he actually was laughing and clapped the Canton fans because it was something original. Something he was funny. great, David James was. So, so players like that that have a bit of a crack, I don't mind. So McBurney does that. Yeah. Like if, if you, and this goes to football fans in general, right? If you spend ninety minutes calling a bloke every name of the, under the sun, right? And he comes back and scores or does whatever and does the shush thing or gives a little smidge back, right? Mm. Do not cry about it. Exactly. You've hammered this bloke for 90 minutes, right? Yeah. If you can't take it, don't imagine, give it. Imagine doing that in a pub. Imagine <laughs> being in a pub and you and your mate, are, you know, there's a guy over there and you're like, oh, you fat bastard. Now he minutes, he comes over and he's like, shut the fuck up, guys. It's like, oh, how dare you come Well, not even that, if he gets one over on you. If, if that player's got one over on a few after yeah. you've given him pelters for 90 minutes... And you take that personally, you're too stupid to appreciate football. Dan, what Swansea player do you like the most? Um, personality wise, I like Leon Britton and I do like. You have to just pick one. Meet you. Meet you. I really like Meet you, and I just out of sheer jealousness of going, he's quality. Mm. And what he did that season in the Europa League as well when they were there. Yeah. I was just out of there. And now he's. 
disintegrated into nothingness. I thought he's retired, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. What happened to him though? He just Good went. Gary, Mid- Gary Medell ended his career. <laughs> Gary Medell actually ended no, his career. No, it was. Um, it was. Uh, it wasn't just the injury. It was uh, a Swansea player, Carl Norton, slept with his wife. Well, there was a lot of things. Yeah, but I think apparently injury, he, he, could, he just lost the love for everything, pretty much. The one thing that yeah, put me off about me too is I hated then for that 12 months after he was that sensation that everything was calculated in a Michu. So a player costs £12 million, oh, he costs six Michus. Yeah. Oh, fuck, a bag, yeah, of, a bag of Piers is on offer for a pound, he costs cost four Michus. Yeah. Just everything mm. about it was just Michu. And it wasn't just the Jacks. There was Sky Sports, guilty uh, Soccer AM, let's go back to it. Which has gone downhill for years anyway, but at that point was just teetering over the edge of now. shit. Jimmy Bollard. Hmm. Who's that comedian guy they have on there? Well, he's just gone. Lloyd things. Griffin. Oh, he's God. gone. But um, yeah, I just that, like Jimmy Bollard. Yeah, I like Jimmy. Bullard. At that point, he was just it was just tipping over the edge. Just but everything was oh, this player costs so many meat shoes, and it just became a meme of itself. Yeah, and that's why I've gone off meat shoe. And, yeah. Oh my God! I just felt like I heard the name meat shoe nine million times. <laughs> and he sounds like a shit Pokemon. That's true. <laughs> no, that's a good shout. Uh, my favourite Swansea player of all time. Thanks no for asking. Asked. Okay. What's your favourite Swansea player, Gareth? Oh well, thanks Ben for asking. Uh, <laughs> mine is Wilfred Boney. I can. I reckon. I know why. Why? It's for that video, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's for that Come on, Wilfred Boney. Got some gold for Swansea. How good was that? <laughs> Genuine. T- yeah. I fucking. Yeah. I thought he was, in, I I thought he was in the room for a second. Then I know. I hated the fact that they were in the Premier League and they signed this amazing. But striker. you do what I do. That whenever that video appears, I watch you it, play and it, and I sing it. Yeah, and, you sing and it. I'm like, yeah. I just sang a Swansea song. It was just yeah. a fight. Come on, <laughs> but it's on genuine delight as he does it. Does it as well? He looks so happy. But and Matt, it's the fact. Yeah, that I fucking hate Swansea. Yeah, but it's so rare seeing a player singing their own chant just on the way yeah, to training. Loves well, yeah. He loves it. It was genius. But yeah, that's. Uh, our favourite Swansea players, and that is the Southwells Derby preview. It's of course this Sunday. I'm shitting myself. Ben's shitting himself. Dan is shitting himself. Uh, it's going to be biblical. So we're going to move on. We have your questions, and thanks to everyone who has written in. There's been quite a lot of questions, so we'll try and do as much as possible. I, I'm aware we've been on air now for about seven million years. Um, <laughs> But the first question, if I can find it, is from at Steve Day Writing. Uh, do you start, and let's try and be quick so we can try and get everyone's questions in. Sure. Do you start with Lee Tomlin on Sunday, Dan, or you bring him off the bench later in the game if needs be? I bring him off the bench. I okay. think we soak up as much as we can. And this might be risky, but I think we soak up as much as we can. I think I didn't even think of Patterson until you mentioned it earlier. I think Patterson could be a risk we chuck in just to, you know, he's that brute and he's that big guy. I think we get to 60 minutes, we bring on Tomlin, and I think he, sh- he, sh- he showed against, um, against Sheffield Wednesday, he comes on and he changed the game. And I don't think, I think he's an impact player more so than a player from the start and I know he can show quality from the start of a game but I think he, he works better as an impact player so I would start him off um, start him on the bench I think you mentioned earlier Ben we'll move on to another question because you said your thoughts uh, from um, some guy called Scott Salter doing that is uh, pretty clear changes and we have spoken about this but sorry uh, he mentioned something a bit different about in regards to Bamba so pretty clear changes needed in defence but with it probably too soon for Bamba would you bring in Nelson 
if it wasn't Swansea neck? So that's a good question, I think. That's a good, yeah. I didn't actually see that. Because obviously we have, like Warnock came out and said that the defending was appalling. How can he start an appalling defence against the biggest team of the season? So Ben, would you bring in Nelson? If it wasn't Swansea, yes. Yeah. I think he, he's sort of been patient enough to have a go and he looks he looks a decent player mm. he was decent in pre-season mm. um, he's not a right back he was not filling that Bruno Manga right back centre back role which we sort of thought he might do at one stage but oh fuck the next question from at bluebirds underscore there I mean with our fi- with our trouble finding a consistent creative player and our defensive troubles if you could bring back one of Camaraz or Manga, who would you pick? Holy shit, mate. Camaraza. Next question. Uh, from <laughs> at um, CPD. Thanks, thanks, for your, thanks for taking the time to tweet for you from the Ninian uh, just for that. But yeah, you, you're fucking mental. Definitely. Like, obvi- obviously, <laughs> yeah, Camaraza. Yeah. But th- obviously, thanks for... Thanks for uh, at CBD, Catinaccio. Uh, oh, just lost a follower. Without being too negative, who's been worse, Flint or Morrison? I feel like the majority would say Morrison... But I think Flint is way more limited than Moz. A big factor in Moz struggling is he having to play a different role because of Flint. I agree 100% with what you said. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think yeah. you put Bamba back into that team and Morrison gets a boost as well. Yeah, and someone's reply to his, uh, Phil West and 75, I think the problem is the partnership, not the individuals. Both have good strength, but need a more reliable partner to help them out during transition uh, stage. Should be Mozart or Flint with Nelson or Bamba. I don't think it's um, a reliability thing because I think they're pretty solid defenders. I just think they're playing two similar roles when you need something different. Um, I think if you look last year in the Premier League, um, no player gave away more clear-cut chances and goal-scoring opportunities than Bamba. But we still love him. Yeah, because that's... That's, cause that's just the way he well. plays. So he should have been nominated for Bandio. Next... Uh, Person, uh, thanks Darren. By the way, for having the longest username of all time, at Darren E five three seven two one two five zero E five three seven two one four one was uh, taken. Uh, why is everyone glim about the season so far? Two wins and will be in the playoffs. Thumb up emoji, football emoji. Why is everyone so grim, Darren? I think that's a really good point. I think um, I mentioned it briefly earlier in the episode that we are, we're unbeaten at home. The away win's still yet to come, and I think Millwall was a perfect chance to get that. But again, we win. We win on Sunday, and what we're we're in the top eight, top seven. Are we in the top seven? Top seven. The championship is a long, long season, as we've said many a times as well. Anything can happen. We've got so many more games to go. Um, We've got the team there capable to do it. We've got Bamba still to come back in, and Mm. I think Bamba could be one of the key parts now going on up until Christmas and after into the new year. yeah, I agree with that. I don't think I think the performances haven't been there. I don't think we've had um, the best of performances to start off. I think Millwall mm. again, as we said, was was our best performance this season. Um, but we're still in the thick of it, and we're we're in the we're in the chasing pack. And if we can stay there, I think I said in my prediction. I think if we can stay there until Christmas time, stay in and around the chasing pack mm. into the new year, um, we can see when Bamba comes back in, and hopefully the team starts to gel more as well. I don't. I don't think I personally feel necessarily grim. I feel a bit disheartened because I thought with uh, a manager like Neil Warnock, who is the best championship manager of all time, full yep. stop, 
and a team of our quality. We just should be doing better. I don't feel grim. I'm just a bit disappointed. Ben, what about you? you I grim? agree with what you're saying. Um, well, you must be because you're watching Funeral for a Friend on Sunday, so... Remember you need why? To be a bit remember more why? Depressed. I remember. I'm why. growing my fringe back just for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. don't do that. So, are you feeling grim about the season, Ben? Uh, not grim. I'm. I'm with you. I'm disappointed. I thought we had the quality, and I still think we've got the quality to mount a top two challenge. Mm. Um, but the performances just aren't happening. And um, until they do, we realistically look at the, play- uh, the shootout of the playoffs, not automatic, when I thought we should be looking for automatics. So. so next one is from at CJ underscore Hunt. Take that J out, and it's a bit <laughs> more controversial, Chris Hunt. Uh, do we need to update the junior highlight song? He gives the ball away to the corners of the goal. Oh, yeah. Super junior highlight. Oh, yeah. He gives the ball away to the corners of the goal. <laughs> yeah, definitely, Chris. That's a great shout. Uh, next up is a question. Do we need to update the toilet? Uh, toilet. <laughs> toilet. <laughs> yeah. Super junior toilet. Oh, he needs to be shit because then we can yeah, call super him junior, junior toilet. toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Next one is from Ben James. Uh, really nice guy, Ben James. Yeah. Lovely Fellow. tash. Poor choice in shirts. <laughs> I, I quite like his choice of shirts. I love his fashion. Yeah, he's. Uh, I couldn't pull it off myself, so I have to appreciate it. Fair play yeah. to him. Putting himself out you there. Want to, you want to pull off Benjamin? No. <laughs> so he said he, he couldn't. He couldn't quite frame the question, but he asked if Lee Tomlin was Ken Zahor, would his performances be getting the same praise? What do you mean? Um, <laughs> no, um, Tomlin works hard. Uh, I don't think. Do, do you think he gets? Does he get? Does the hype overhype his performances? No, I think you look at the way Tomlin plays. I've never gone away from that. Well, what, even when he was sort of on the same diet as me and sort of the same body shape as me, mm. and he's lost that weight, I have not. Um, <laughs> Professional he, he, football, that's why. Yeah. But he sort of came away and you thought, right, it didn't come off for him, but he worked his bollocks off. Yeah. And I've never looked at him and gone, he's been lazy. He's never created something. He's never done something. Whereas Ken Zahor, like, he's played some of the games you could have stuck up missing, well, like, missing posters and offered a reward for Crime Stoppers to try and locate him because he had gone missing that much. Definitely. That's where the frustration was, was Zahor. was awful. He had a run of few good... Well, Dan, what, what do you think? Do you no, think I, he's overhyped? I agree. I think... Um, I, th- I think also we probably haven't seen... We've still think- yet to see Tomlin in, in full flow and, and to see him get a run of games properly. And I think that will come this season because it's, it's the championship and it's long. But I think, yeah, Zahor... He just, yeah, he went lost, but he was also, you could just tell he was a bit lazy at times, and I think he began to lose, you know, he popped up with the goal at Southampton, and for him to turn around and have the audacity to go, I'm back, and then provide nothing after And then he, he definitely wasn't fucking back. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. Like, I know, it was but, ridiculous. Um, uh, it's like, a shame, because we, we all wanted Ken to be the guy I he was. I don't know why. Look, he, I never look, understood he it. he like was he lazy. did that half a season, yeah, but he, he ne- was... Will be a yeah, but, but it, he never had clear. personality. Why did Cardiff fans want him to do well so much? Just because the ability was there. You've got like you remember yeah. that goal against Preston. Yeah, you remember that goal against Fulham. The way he yeah. played that sort of half season, he was unbelievable. Yeah, but but it, was... it didn't. It, but it was there was only so much time you could wait and mm. wait and hope, and it didn't happen, and it's probably never going to happen again. There's Warnock's hinted there are advisors around him that have sort of dealt with transfer, <clears> his agent and stuff that sort of meddle with him, getting his head to make him out that he's a bigger star than he is. 
Um, yeah. And I that's, agree. that's where the letdown was. Go, going back to Tomlin, like I've seen Ben as, in fairness, said, and he, he mentioned, I mean, he's good, but is he that good? Yes, he is that good. Lee Tomlin, uh, I said earlier, on form, Bam is our best player, second best player on form, Tomlin. Where if, if we can get Lee Tomlin fit, get him firing, he would be an he'd be a Cardiff legend. Like in Tom, ten years' time, people will be talking about Tomlin as much as they do Kumas now. If we can get him fit, because some of the goals he scored at Bristol, it's just insane. Like you don't get that they're a once in ten years kind of player. Tomlin's a luxury player that we've got that at the moment in this squad we can't afford to have. We can always afford to have a player um, like that, though, if we got back of like Patterson. Like, I disagree with that. Purely just the way we play. If another manager comes in, we sort of change the style up, which is going to happen at the end of the season, no matter what. Um, he's, he's also, a, you've also got to remember, he's, he, he's, 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 mind. Yeah, like, that's the weird thing. Yeah. That it's, we're not playing the way QPR played. You've got to think QPR, the year they went up against us with that Bellamy side that we talked about, the year we beat the Jacks, hmm. um, they were playing some really nice football That's this this they, they weren't on a shoestring budget exactly mm. i think warnock's style of play just to the budget he's on he, yeah and warnock's he's not a one-trick pony you know no. and that's sort of what's given him the success over the years but i think a different and i'm not calling for warnock's head since time for warnock to go anything but under a different manager can't believe you're calling for his head i know headlines there <laughs> but um under a different manager we play a different style tom mm. fits into that side better at times there's ways we play and games we'll play where tomlin does not fit us in this style and that's sort of where he will not become a club legend. He's also out of contract at the end of the season. You've got to wonder, is, will, he, gonna, yeah. is he going to get a new contract? He's on a big wage. Hmm. Um, unless he takes a pay cut, I can't see him sticking around at the end of the season no matter what. Hmm. Okay, well, on that note, that's uh, good luck to everyone watching the Swansea game. I hope uh, you won't be as nervous as I am. I already am. And I just, to be honest, I can't can't wait for it to be over. Um but yeah, that's another view from the Indian episode. Thank you, everyone, for writing in. We really appreciate it. Sorry we couldn't get around to all the questions. Thanks, uh, Ben Price. And thanks, Dan Morfat, yep. uh, yep. for coming in today. Really appreciate it, guys. Uh, till next week. All the best. Thanks, lads. Come on, the boys in blue. And red. What?